the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us, the Wednesday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, good to see you as well. Thank you. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a neighborhood walker? Do you take a, a stroll through the neighborhood? Uh, I wish I could say that I'm a neighborhood walker. I'm a periodic neighborhood walker. I'm not a daily. Not a regular. Uh, during COVID, I never missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I've fallen off a bit, and I'm, I'm sorry about it. I'm the exact same way. Yeah. Now, I bring this up because, you know, you know, as you sit on your porch, you see your regular walkers. Of course. I know all the dogs. Right. Say hi to all the neighbors as they go by. Have you seen this? We have several in our neighborhood, <clears throat> excuse me, who are such dedicated walkers, they have walking poles. Yes. I have one neighbor who has a walking stick. A walking stick. Mm-hmm. Yes, How Jim. about the, the poles, yes. like your ski poles? Right. You have to... That's a commitment. Not... <laughs> it's a commitment. You have to not care what other people think to be doing that. Yeah, I... I imagine there's some sort of stability. Is that is that what it is? I think it it's an extra effort. I think it's an extra expenditure of calories and perhaps using different musculature. It's like a professional walker. <laughs> it's it's right? like it's kind of like cross country skiing, right? Yeah. Without the snow, without the skis, with and the without poles. the winter. Yeah, I, I just bring that up because I find it a curiosity. I mean, I. I I, and we're going to be talking about walking on the show today. That's why I brought it up in a way. Because, you know, I, I see that and I go, like you're saying, that's an extra level of mm-hmm. intensity. Which we both see as we're sitting on the sofa, like on the little, you know, porch furniture. <laughs> with Like, we're, we're like lulling over to the side. Right. And, you know, for me, I go through, the, you know, in, I'm not trying to, like, judge the guy. At the same time, there I'm sitting is, on my buttocks. It is remarkable, right. It is remarkable because it is like, you know, it's like a, a mm-hmm. professional grade level of walking. Okay, so is this professional grade hmm. also? The people who walk by your house, hmm. and of course you're trying to wave and be friendly or whatever, but they trying- don't hear you because they're having a conversation with someone on their phone except they're talking aloud so you think at first that they're talking to you Mm -hmm. and you go to like i'm sorry i couldn't hear you but then you realize they're not talking to you at all in fact they didn't even realize that you had said something to them because they have their airpods in very complex isn't it that's a lot do you talk on the phone when you're outside walking never no because i'm afraid you know why that's weird it's private it's weird all of a sudden, you know, I would it's find a little, myself. It's a little rude to the people who are around you, I think. Well, no. I mean, I, I, no, I think it is. Maybe for some people, it's, you know, just that's their only private time. Sure, it could be. Right. They are going to get out of the house. Okay. Listen to this. We have a, um, I told you, I, we know all the dogs in the, sure. in the uh, neighborhood. There is a guy, super nice guy who walks his dog. And I'm not going to say the name of the guy or the name of the dog because I don't have their permission. But. Uh, it's a super great dog who has a panic attack, anxiety-ridden mm. moment when he is confronted with a sewer grate. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you can see why they would be, you know, yeah, dogs do not want to walk over right. sewer gate. He doesn't even grate. want to be anywhere around it. Mm-hmm. So whenever they're doing their walk and they get to a sewer grate, mm-hmm. the owner picks up the dog, who's yeah. not particularly small. Really? It's not like it's a little yabby dog. Just it's, walk- it's a medium-sized dog. Why doesn't he just walk to the other side of the street? Because the dog is so terrified Intensive. that he just picks up the dog, carries it past the sewer grate, puts the dog down, and continues on the walk. <laughs> See, the things you do for your pets. See, that's sweet, isn't right? it? You do, yeah. I think it's, I, I like yeah, it a lot. Very nice. All right, I'm just kind of curious about that. About yeah, the, anyway, know. the good news is we're talking about walking today. Not just walking for exercise, but walking as a spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. A, the five o'clock hour, yeah, is it coming not? Coming up yeah, yeah. at uh, 510 mm-hmm. this afternoon. All right, uh, so we always kick off oh, the show. Oh, also, yeah. astronomy coming up in this hour. Right, mm-hmm. right. And we're going to Africa as yeah. well. Little Toto. Yeah. Right? That'd be nice. I guess. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of how it goes. <laughs> is that how it goes? <laughs> For me, it is. Yeah. Weezer redid it, and so did John. Did they? Yes. Without further ado, and who needs the ado further or otherwise, please, Kath, give us the top four at four. It's Wednesday, mm-hmm. August 10th, 2022. Number one. The Biden administration will provide $89 million to help Kiev clear landmines that now litter huge swaths of Ukraine after Russia's February invasion, according to today's Politico. The money will fund 100 demining teams in Ukraine for the next year. Listen to this, John. Since invading Ukraine in February, Russian forces have littered the country with landmines and other explosive munitions in, quote, an irresponsible and brutal manner, a Ukrainian official told reporters today. Most particularly cluster munitions and butterfly mines, weapons Moscow also deployed in Afghanistan in the early 80s and which continue to kill civilians today. As Russian forces retreated from northern Ukraine, they had booby traps and IEDs in food facilities, car trunks, washing machines, doorways, hospital beds, in the bodies of those killed by the invasion, and even in toys and shiny objects that attract children's Mm. attention. Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. I just, I don't even know words for it. The government uh, of Ukraine estimates that 160,000 square kilometers of land may be contaminated by landmines and unexploded ordnance, an area roughly the size of Virginia, Maryland, and Connecticut combined. Hmm. That area includes a large chunk of Ukraine's farmland. Heaven help us. Number two. Pew Research John finds that in recent years, more and more Americans view members of the opposing political party as more immoral, more dishonest, and more close-minded than other Americans, and, if that wasn't enough, are as likely to list their negative view of the opposing party as a reason for their own political affiliation. Like, I am a Republican because you, John the Democrat, are so horrible. And then you say, well, what's so great about being a Republican? And I can't think of anything, because the only thing that's motivating me as a Republican is how much I hate you because you're a Democrat. And it works the other way, too, according to Pew Research. So if you're a Democrat, you're likely, because do uh, um, this research shows, you are likely to be a Democrat right now because you hate Republicans so much. I'm taking my walking stick, and I'm out of here. Along with half of the younger adults in America, John, who Mm. just wish for more political parties to choose from, according to Pew. I'm a Whig. 
number three. And speaking of parties, GOP Representative Scott Perry of right here in Pennsylvania told Fox News that FBI agents seized his cell phone yesterday after presenting him with a search warrant. A strong ally of former President Trump, Perry was reportedly heavily involved in efforts to install Jeffrey Clark atop the Justice Department in the weeks following the 2020 election. And the seizure of his phone comes, of course, one day after FBI agents raided Trump's place, Mar-a-Lago. Quote, My phone contains info about my legislative and political activities and personal discussions with my wife, family, constituents, and friends, Perry said. None of this is the government's business. But the car warranty is. (laughs) Right. And they're going to continue to keep calling. That's from the dispatch. And number four, something shocking, John. Mm. Truly a surprise. The last Domino's Pizza has closed in Italy. Incredibly the American brand has failed to catch on in the birthplace of pizza. Talk about hubris. And that is your top four. That's so misguided. What would make them think there'd be a good decision to do that? It it sounds like increasing competition hurt Domino's, according to the documents filed in court. Can you believe it? No, I don't think it was competition. The the pizza chain had ambitious plans to expand across Italy. Um, They planned to open 880 locations by 2030, but somehow... Italy never became a major part of Domino's international mm. business. When's the last time you had a Domino's? Uh, I believe I was in college. Yeah, it's. I, I'm pretty. It's been a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if you go to like a you know like a corporate function or something like that, right? You'll get Domino's pizza. Right? A corporate function? Yeah, you know, if someone's hey, we have to order twenty pizzas. You know, oh, that kind of thing. okay. Yeah, right? yeah. That's easy to do. Sure. Right, like on the app or something like okay. that. Right? We or ch- some, we did a church thing. Right. Someone said, "Oh yeah, we'll just you know use the app." Right, but we're don't no, trust that. Don't do no, that. No, no. Use your local don't guys. You know, God bless them. Now, of course, it's no surprise that Domino's failed miserably in Italy, <laughs> the birthplace of pizza. Exactly. However, I was surprised to see that Domino's is still pretty big in Europe. They have eleven hundred stores in the UK, four hundred fifty-seven in France, and uh, India is their largest international market with fourteen hundred locations. India. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Domino's. Can you imagine being in Italy no. and deciding to Domino's? That you're, right. And deciding that you're going to eat at Domino's? Yeah, that's not good. It's written in the stars. Do yeah. not go there while you're in Italy. Anyway, coming up next, the meteor shower is coming. We're going to talk about it next. Also, some other miscellaneous nerdist stuff with mm-hmm. our good friend Ralph Crew, science writer and content creator for Isn't That Something? A show on YouTube. We'll be right back with Ralph. Heads up. WORD. If you're a Christian, how does your identity in Christ change the way you navigate relationships, both with believers and non-believers, and help you make everyday decisions that honor God? Consider that as John MacArthur helps you avoid the pitfalls of Christian liberty. That's the title of his series this week on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. 
For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. Our smart sleepers get 28 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. It's the biggest sale of the year where all smart beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed only for a limited time to learn more go to sleepnumber.com train up a child in the way they should go well you know the rest it's a calling you take very seriously as a christian parent and trinity christian school in forest hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart trinity christian school one of the top k-12 schools in allegheny county at trinitychristian.net Our biblical beliefs about marriage, human sexuality, and gender are increasingly countercultural. In fact, our views are often considered offensive and infringing on personal freedom. Sometimes this makes Christians look like the bad guys. How should we respond? Request your copy of the book, Being the Bad Guys, available today at truthforlife.org. Ralph Cruz back with us. Ralph's a guest on our show over time. Science writer, content creator for various outlets, including Universe Today, Practical Engineering, SciShow, and his own Curious Channel. Isn't that something, Isn't Ralph? Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Welcome back. How are you doing, friend? I'm excellent. How are you? We can't complain. No, we're pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we turn to you, Ralph. Very be- good to be back. Yeah, well, we're happy to have you, Ralph. And, you know, I was an astronomy kid. When I was growing up, because my dad had a telescope. And so pretty much every night of my life when I was growing up, um, that was, you know, we looked at the skies. Mm -hmm. Now, John also has been, you know, fascinated by the space program since he was probably five, too. My dad was a lad. (laughs) We also are members of the Amateur Astronomy Association of Pittsburgh. Oh, the AAAP. Those yeah. guys are great. That's, that's awesome. Card-carrying members, as a matter of fact. So, you know, we're no... Oh, no, Ralph. We are no strangers to the sky. <laughs> Basically, all that means is that we're geeky enough to want to hear what you have to tell us about the coming meteor shower. Yes. Yeah, well, it's 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 uh, it's the big show, right? This is the best one of the whole year. We're, um, we're quickly approaching, and thankfully it's actually on a weekend, uh, so the best nights won't even be school nights. But the Perseid meteor shower is is peaking this weekend friday night is the absolute peak but actually all weekend long will be excellent viewing for meteors hoping uh that we have some uh compliant clouds you know if the if the, the weather here uh behaves then yeah we should be able to see the best show of the whole year uh and essentially what's going on uh the earth is plowing through a debris field left over by a comet uh mm-hmm. that comet is called Swift Tuttle, by the way, uh, we actually, which is pretty cool. We actually, we know the comet. We know when it, uh, it was actually last close to Earth in the early 1990s. Uh, unfortunately, it won't be back around until the 2100s. But, 
but the the garbage it left over as it flew by, its tail sort of spews off lots of tiny, tiny bits of ice and rock. And uh, and every year as we plow through that, they uh, they hit the earth at tremendous speed. I mean, we're talking ten times the speed of a rifle bullet. Like twenty five thousand miles an hour is the slowest speed they hit. And exactly that noise is probably what it would sound like if you be close <laughs> enough to one of them <laughs> when they hit the atmosphere. Uh, but but uh, we yeah we'll see a meteor shower all night long. Um, uh, the best viewing is uh, sort of the wee hours of the morning. Uh, but this is such a productive meteor shower that you should be able to see at least a few good good meteors um, basically whenever it's dark uh, and just look towards the northern sky. But really, they can appear anywhere. Um, and it's it's a great show. Now, that, that was that was my question. Now, uh, Ralph, uh, I, I'm looking at the moon because it's been beautiful summer evenings these last uh, week or so. We are headed towards a full moon. Now, that, will that light of the moon get in the way? So, yes, sadly, the the the, the light of the full moon does um, sort of blow out the, the the darkness of the night sky. So that the dimmest of the meteors in the shower will no longer be visible. So in an ideal year, you'd, you'd be able to see over 100 meteors mm. per hour. At wow. The peak. Uh, right. I know. It's amazing. However, um, you, won't, you won't likely be able to get that kind of, of performance out of it. Now, uh, to be honest, for most of us in the city, like, I, I live in, in the city of Pittsburgh, but even in, in the um, suburbs, we have a fair amount of light pollution. So you, you are probably never going to be able to get that. The good news is that the very best of the meteors are the really bright ones anyway, and we'll be able to see those full moon or not. So maybe you won't see 100 in an hour. Maybe you'll see 5 or 10, but they'll be really brilliant, uh, beautiful meteors. And those are, those are the ones that you want to write home about anyway. Fabulous. I mean, it, w- the cool thing about it is, Ralph, is that it's enjoyable to sit outside late on a summer night or early on a summer morning, just sit there in a chair or have a blanket to lay out on a blanket and just spend time looking up at the sky. And then, you know, you do see this happen. You know, I'm not saying it happens every second or every minute, but you do get to see creation sort of fly by you. It's always kind of exciting. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's absolutely exciting, and it is one of the astronomical events that I love because you don't need any equipment to do it. You know, I, I, I of course I'm, I I do own a telescope, and even binoculars are a very useful astronomical tool. But not when it comes to a meteor shower. The best way, the best thing you can do is just lay back and look up. And that's it. That's all you have to do. See, that's um, so great and- because a lot of the you know astronomical comings and goings are really best viewed through a telescope and so the average person is a little bit left out no, i can't do that right but this is one of those moments when like you know the universe salutes the the average guy right absolutely and and you know even if, even if you do have a telescope i would say put it away um because if you're looking through a telescope you're looking at a tiny fraction of the night sky and the odds of you catching a meteor in a telescope are astronomically bad. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is this is a uh, meteor shower is a night sky event for everybody. Very nice. And, but uh, but does the universe actually salute the average guy? <laughs> Ralph, that's the question here. <laughs> does the universe salute the average guy? I'm just curious about that. Uh, you know, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yeah. It does. Uh, why not? <laughs> You're so democratic. Um, I mean, it's a good yeah, question. But the other it? thing about this one that I really like, um, and, and John, you kind of mentioned it, is it's a nice time of year. So there, there is one other meteor shower that I would say might be even better, but it's in December. Oh. You know, 
And I don't know, Pittsburgh in December, sitting no. out in your backyard, not that pleasant. No. But this one is great because it's also, it's just lovely. Like, it's it's a great time. In fact, the evening is the time I want to be outside. It's been so hot yep. uh, in in the daytime. I want to be <laughs> in my nice air-conditioned house. Uh, but the nighttime is perfect at this time of year. So it's it's really as good as it gets when it comes to astronomy for uh, for everybody. That's Rolf Cruz, science writer and content creator for various outlets, including Practical Engineering and Universe Today. We'll talk about his own curious channel, Isn't That Something, a little later. Um, Ralph, tell us about Practical Engineering, uh, what the website's like and what you do for it. Cool. So Practical Engineering... Um, is one of my proudest achievements. I, so I am a script editor for um, Practical Engineering, which is a YouTube channel primarily. There is a website, and you can buy really cool merch. I have an awesome uh, couple of T-shirts from there. There's a great book coming out later um, in the fall, actually, so it'll be here before you know it. Um, but Practical Engineering is hosted by a, a good friend of mine, his name's Grady Hillhouse. He's a civil engineer, um, and his channel is all about the engineering that we see around us, whether it's the power grid or how large-scale dams or concrete work or uh, uh, how, like, sinkholes happen and how certain engineering mishaps and disasters have happened. He builds really cool uh, demonstrations in his garage. He's, he's a brilliant uh, sort of science and STEM uh, communicator, but he makes it all really fun. Like, you don't need to have an engineering degree to enjoy practical engineering, right? It's, it's for everybody. Uh, it's great for kids and families, too. It's not just for grown-up nerds like me. It's for everybody. And, uh, yeah, I do the, the script editing. So, so Grady will sort of spew out a, a bunch of brilliant ideas, and I help him sort of uh, craft it into the, the kind of script that he then goes and makes uh, these videos with. And so proud to be part of the team. And we, we, we reach uh, several million viewers with it, which is pretty cool. Uh, I love the idea that some of the, the nerdy content that I touch gets to go out and reach Sunday Live. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it already, I, I can't recommend it enough. You can just, it's, it's free. You can check it out on YouTube, Practical Engineering. Very nice. Now, wait, you said, you said the word here. Uh, this is the key word of all of our conversations. You said nerdy. And, uh, Ralph, of all the people that we know, mm-hmm. and I mean this in the highest compliment, you are truly the most nerdy. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, no, at this point, I think I'm actually a professional nerd. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've taken, o- you've taken over leadership of a local uh, nerd organization that John and I also are found of. That is correct. Yeah. So, and I, I remember seeing you guys at one of our events uh, not that long ago. I am uh, now one of the co-bosses, as we're called, which boss. I love the title. Boss, boss. is the, the actual legitimate title. Um, but for, for something called Nerd Night... Which is a uh, hilarious. It, think of it sort of like a. It's like a real loose TED talk at a bar, basically. <laughs> <laughs> real loose is the key, right? Yeah, but it, but it's also awesome. It's fun. Uh, we get people of all sorts of different nerdy backgrounds to come and deliver these fifteen-ish uh, minutes, sort of humorous, nerdy, entertaining talks. There's there's drinks and there's actually amazing pizza there. It's that spirit. Um, which is down in uh, in Lawrenceville. And it, anyway, yeah, it's actually way better. I mean, uh, I mean this with very much respect. You wouldn't expect a place like that to have brilliant pizza, but yeah. it really does. Uh, I think they must be they must be long fermenting their dough or something. There's something to it. Something good, I'll Pretty tell you nerdy. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's 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 a blast, and I get to meet uh, and interact with with nerds of all sorts of different flavors. And as as you guys already know, that's those are my people. 
Um, so it makes me very happy. Excellent. Nerd Night comes up usually around once a month in the Pittsburgh area, uh, meet, meeting over on the south side. Now, we don't have our next date established yet. Is that right, Ralph? Yeah, the next date isn't quite in stone yet. Um, now, so so my, my good friend Rory uh, is the other boss. He's been running it since it started here in Pittsburgh. It's actually a national event. It happens in cities all across the U.S. Uh, Pittsburgh just has one of, if you ask me, the better chapters of it. Um, uh, but it, it, is, it is something where we, we we're really careful about finding the very best nerds. So right now we're we're almost set on the lineup, but the dates are based on when we can get the best lineup on stage. Um, we've found that that's the, the key, right? If you want to sure. hold a nerdy event, you need real high-quality nerds up there. Uh, just just letting their nerd out in in uh, that that's been our priority. So so we do expect to have another date on the books. I would guess in the next week or two, we should probably have it all finalized and nailed down. Uh, and and you, you can check it out. Just Google search Pittsburgh Nerd Night, and and you'll be able to stay in touch with us or find us on Facebook or whatever other internet avenues you like. Very nice. Okay, uh, Ralph. Before you leave us, let's start where um, let's end where we started, which again is the uh, the, the Perseid uh, meteor showers happening is it like this week right now yes yeah, well it's actually it is happening right now um and it it peaks so we hit the the period where we'll be hitting the the largest density of meteors per hour uh on friday uh friday night but it'll be at about peak all weekend i'm actually doing a live nerdy talk about it at a local brewery called acclamation brewery uh in verona on saturday at seven so if it's if you really are interested in it, you you know, folks are welcome to come check it out. There are, there's also a food truck. It's a, it's a pretty cool space. Um, but, yeah, I mean, take a look at the sky this weekend. Anytime you have a clear view of the sky, especially towards the north, but really any part of the sky will do. And, uh, I mean, get ready for a show. It's 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 the best annual um, celestial event there is, if you ask me. Very nice. If you want to hear more from Ralph Crew, or you'd like to know more about the Meteor Shower, check out his event coming up. It is Saturday evening, 7 p.m., Acclamation Brewery in Verona. And uh, it's all meteors all the time there. Mm-hmm. Ralph, always a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. We really appreciate your, the work you do, the variety and the depth of it. Excellent job. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Ralph Crew, Nerd Night. Check it out. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now, I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here. Write this down and call 1-800-936-5496. Can you repeat that? 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. My 
Pillows having their biggest sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build My Pillow into this amazing company, and now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bed sheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at eighty nine ninety eight, but is now only thirty nine ninety eight with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code WORD. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Looking for a second income? A great way to give back to your community? Consider NAMS Transportation, providing safe transportation to Northern Allegheny and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Offering flexible day, evening, and weekend schedules. Perfect for retirees. Van drivers start at $17 an hour. Sedan drivers at $14 an hour. Plus, part-time drivers get a $2,000 signing bonus. Must be 25 or older. No CDL required. Call 412-406-8600. 611 today. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. We'll see a moonlit sky for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 58. Some sunshine tomorrow, then increasing clouds with a stray shower in the afternoon. Heavier showers could bring small hail. We'll reach a high of 78. Clear skies for tomorrow night. Good weather for sleeping, low 57. Mostly sunny and nice Friday. A great day to be outside. We'll see a high of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. We have been instructed to pray without ceasing, have we not? Yep. And I I think about this often, because right now, this second, somewhere in the world, there are groups of people, men and women, who are doing exactly that. They are praying for us. Now, this tradition, this long centuries-old tradition of monasteries... Or convents. Nunneries. Uh... They reached their zenith, I'm sure, more than a thousand years ago. But I'm reading a piece from the American Conservative, which is called A Lament for the Monasteries. And the subheadline is, as the monastic way of life disappears, the rest of us further lose touch with a spiritual realm that lies beyond our understanding. And in this piece, they're talking about, by more than two-thirds the number of monasteries has declined since 1965 worldwide, two-thirds. So you imagine the call of what it is to someone to take their modern life and leave what we know as home and sequester themselves in a monastery or a nunnery, and they eschew the modern world. There's no television, movies, internet, 
There are basic um, farming, bakery, things that support the community. But the entirety, the most of the entirety of that life is to pray. And to think about that fading lifestyle, there's something a little heartbreaking about it. Yeah, listen, I never, ever considered that lifestyle until I got this job. And we started meeting nuns and we started meeting people who'd spent time in monasteries. It opened up a whole new world of Christianity that I was just ignorant of. Mm -hmm. And once, yeah, once we, I remember we talked to a nun, um, maybe one less than a year after us starting the show. And I still have her book in my office. And I started that night thinking, there are people that do that. Yeah, they're out there. And how much of our current reality is current events are happening as they are because of their commitment to prayer? How do you mean? Well, I just wonder if... The you know it, the the powers and principalities that the scriptures tells us we're fighting against those are our, our real battle is against them yes I see right yes. it's not against people um, how much of the spiritual battles are being waged by nuns mm-hmm. and monks people who have devoted themselves to prayer uh, and who do that as a lifestyle mm-hmm. and we don't even recognize that we as Christians we benefit from that yes if we do. Greatly right. benefit. And, you know, we spend time on Twitter and eating payday bars and there. And I'm not trying to say that our lives are meaningless or don't matter. No, no, or not. Not, That's not it at all because people are called to different things. Um, I mean, maybe not to Twitter or payday bar. But, um, but we're called to different things and people's lifestyles look different. But I don't feel like we, in our current age, value that type of attention, mm-hmm. that type of commitment or sacrifice. I agree. I remember uh, being a young boy, maybe nine or ten years old, and my my aunt, my aunt, my mother's younger sister, uh, she was friends with a young man who was leaving our town to go join, to be a brother, to go join a monastery. And I, I remember, like you know, being around the dinner table and hearing my aunt talk about the family situation of this young man and how deeply upset. This man's parents were really that they were they were in mourning and they they were angry in some ways that they were about to lose their son because many of these orders you leave and you rarely see your son or daughter ever again. It's a total disconnection from the family. And you could you imagine that would be hard to take. Imagine if your daughter came to you and said, Mom, I'm going to be I'm going to step away here. I'm going to be sequestered. And join a nunnery. I lose your son. I'll never. I'll see. But you. not every monastery, or not every convent's like that. Not, but more often than not, it's that's the call. You may come out and see people once every decade or so. But you're committing to a different kind of life. Very much so. So you could see how the parent would go. Wait, wait, wait. Other, I'm sure other parents would be honored and, you know, thrilled to have that. But you're right, though. It, it, it's a very solitary weaponization against the evil in this world Mm -hmm. and it is a necessary thing so to think about two-thirds of those places are gone that people no longer want to or need to engage in that kind of battle we are certainly a, a much poorer world because of that up next god's work in central africa our guest our friend wendy Alsop.
101.5 WORD. This week on Insight for Living. I think the Spirit of God has the power to alter the emotional battles within us and to erase the scars that men and women have put on us. The Spirit of God has within His power a healing, a balm that can bring relief. Listen to the Bible teaching of Chuck Swindoll weekdays on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses and nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text RON to 99799 and I'll send you my free training. I promise I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text RON to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's RON to 99799. Again, text RON to 99799. Ready to unite with believers across the country to bring hope and meals to hungry families? Thursday, August 11th, 7 p.m. Eastern, be a part of Food for the Poor's free virtual We Are One national event. Featuring the music of five-time GMA Devil Award winner, Natalie Grant. This will be an evening filled with hope, unity, inspiration, and celebration as we unite to release 10 million meals. Register for this free live stream today by texting we are one to five one five five five. That's we are and the number one to five one five five five. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. This is Greg Truszynski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream brands. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. With a new college semester right around the corner, your student might need a new mattress for their apartment or dorm. At the Original Mattress Factory, we hand-build twin extra-long mattresses and box springs that are commonly used in college dorms. In fact, we offer twin extra-long mattresses in a variety of models to match every budget and comfort preference. And we can deliver to anywhere in the U.S., including colleges and universities. Visit OriginalMattress.com or an Original Mattress Factory store near you to learn more. Our next guest, through the the miracle of the modern age, has just returned from Africa. Wendy Elsop is with us. Wendy's been a guest on our show over the years. She's the author of I Forgive You, Finding Peace and Moving Forward When Life Really Hurts. She also is, uh, lives on a family farm in South Carolina where she teaches math at a local community college, mother to two sons. And Wendy, welcome back to the world. Thank you for having me. Wendy, um, you're just back how many days? I got back Sunday afternoon. Okay. All right. So first off, I hope that you're you're, you're getting over the uh, jet lag of the whole thing. It's a hugely long trip. Uh, but talk to us about why you decided to invest the time and where you went. Okay. I have a um, friend who recently was, she's been there two years now, went to the Central African Republic um, as a house mom. She actually went over 
originally just to be a teacher in a school associated with Jonathan's House for Orphans, Hmm. but she's become the house mother for the girls and the infants in the orphanage. And she recently um, got pretty sick. She had malaria on top of a amoeba stomach virus and um, nearly died. And so several of us who are associated with the ministry realized she really needed a furlough or a time of respite or somewhere to go. They don't even have running water where she is. So she's in the process of adopting one of the infants that they found in an outhouse. Like it's a really rugged ministry on the ground Hmm. and she couldn't leave Africa. So we ended up meeting with her in Kenya, which is a great deal more um, infrastructure, better healthcare system than they have in the central African Republic. So we got to meet her over there and um, enjoy her a time of helping her with the infant and um, talking with her about the ministry. And um, it's been it's just been a neat work to kind of come alongside of and um, see what they're doing in the Central African Republic. That's cool. So, Wendy, you know, I mean, it's Kath and I've we've traveled, we've seen international ministries. It, isn't it wild to get on an airplane from the comfort of your own city, and then you know, hours and hours and hours later, you touch down, and then you take a a car ride or a bus ride, and you find yourself mm-hmm. in a totally different place. I mean, w- w- were you shocked and amazed and horrified? Um, you know, I wasn't horrified. I guess I had some perspective of it haven't followed her uh, um, her Facebook page, but it was very amazing. And, you know, a really neat aspect of it is that the image of God is the same in people, even when the culture is so radically different. Mm. And that maybe, that might have been, like, we saw really incredible animals, we saw really incredible scenery, but we saw really incredible people. Yeah. And they were a lot poorer than I was, you know, they had different culture, different way of dress, but there was a joy still. And anyway, it was just really life-giving to me to see the people. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm glad you bring this up because it, it is true that when you do see people, and especially... I don't know how to even describe this. People who have far less material goods, somehow they seem to be, you know, at least on the surface, more joy-filled. Yeah, freer. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing to me. And it's, um, I don't know if seductive is the right word, but it made me want to, I wanted to explore it more. I wanted Mm -hmm. to know more. And it was tempting to try to figure out how can I stay there longer? I just want to sit in their joy and learn more about um, their life. So it was, it was a life giving trip. I can't say it enough. Had you been to Africa before Wendy? I had not. I've been to Korea, lived in Korea, South Korea for a year, but that was a pretty industrialized um, area. So this was my first trip to Africa. Okay. Um, So for people who are listening, who are thinking, I would n- never take a trip like that. Um, why? What? First of all, what did your boys think when you left? Was that scary for them to have mom so far away? Yeah, it was a little bit. But, you know, it's nice because we have such good technology. Uh, we use WhatsApp, and we stayed in really good. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. cool. um, both my, my son and my mother came down with COVID right after I left. You're oh, my kidding God. me. That was stressful. <laughs> no, that was stressful. 
And how did that work out? Are they okay? Yeah, they're both okay. Thankfully, um, they recovered quickly, both of them. But there was a little, you know, questioning of God there for yeah. the first 24 hours. Like, <laughs> what, is, what is going on, Father? Right. No, it's fascinating. Okay, so the friend of a friend who is uh, leading Jonathan's house, she comes down with malaria. I mean, that unto itself. I mean, you know, any, anybody's had any contact with anyone's had malaria, I mean, that crushes m- millions of people around the world. Right. Yeah, she came with, down with malaria. She actually has chronic malaria, so it, it's mm-hmm. happened to her several times um, over the last year. So it's not something she's fully been able to shake, which, you know what, I I admire her faith so much. Mm-hmm. She is just a treasure of her willingness, um, and she doesn't even think of it as sacrifice. I mean, this is just what she does to life. love these children in yeah. Jesus' name. That's cool. What about worship experience? Were you able to worship with people? Yes. Well, you know, a really neat thing that was unexpected. So she brought her um, son that she's adopted. Uh, His name is Moise, which is French for Moses. Mm. Um, And he got sick, actually, which was very troublesome. But it allowed us um, to go to a clinic forced us to go to a clinic that we didn't even know existed that was attached to Southern Baptist um, Mission right down the road from the camp where we were staying. And and that mission in Kenya with the clinic, they had a school, they had an orphanage too, was doing exactly what my friend is doing in the Central African Republic, and they've been doing it longer and have a little bit more structure. And it was really neat how the Lord orchestrated this opportunity for us to get connected with a ministry we didn't even know existed that was so directly helpful um, to my friend to know how to better flourish and where she's at in the Central African Republic. So God is very kind at multiple points mm-hmm. in this trip. Wendy also was with us. She's the author of a really terrific new book called I Forgive You, Finding Peace and Moving Forward When Life Really Hurts. Um, Wendy, talk about for I'm trying to put myself in the position of listeners to the show. Some who I already brought up, you know, I would never go on a trip like that. Other people who are like, I would love to Sign take a trip like that. You know, how do I get there? Um, talk about how what your relationship was, like how you met this friend, um, how you signed on to do it, and what would you tell someone who who's really longing to take a trip, see what God is doing in some remote place. Well, for us, uh, we had been in college together, but we reconnected when she went to the Central African Republic um, on Facebook. And she actually has this really great um, group where she shares the intimate details of what's going on. And Facebook has really made it possible for many of us to feel a part of it. And um, she, uh, well, we weren't in the Central African Republic. We were in Kenya, but she had the knowledge and we worked with some folks that had the knowledge so that we can go and um, have some structure. So we weren't feeling like we were going cold Turkey. I don't reckon, I don't recommend at all, you know, um, blazing in, you know, blazing in without doing your research or, but you need to kind of be humble um, and know what you're, know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. trusting trusting the right people to guide you, and and if you need to pay money to local folks to do that, then you support them that way. Mm-hmm. 
but that was that was helpful to us. We weren't going in cold turkey. We had good guides, and um, we were quite willing to submit and say, "I don't know, so what do you recommend?" and and do it that way. That's cool. Okay, so Wendy, as you leave us, uh, we want to make sure we have an opportunity. So you talked about your friend and Jonathan's house. Now, always with international ministries, well, with any ministry, there are always you know financial considerations. But your friend, you sent me a link to a, a YouTube link where your friend is going. You know, I'm, I'm driving this car and it's fine, but you know, it, it rains here. Plus, and this is the shocking thing to me. She said, you know, sometimes we have to put bodies in this in this truck uh, in this car, and it's just not big enough. I it speaks to any number of questions and stories, I'm sure. But as people hear yeah. you and your story, and if they want to be part of helping an international ministry in Africa, what's the, what's a place where they can go and, and see things? Well, if you go to jonathanshouse.org, um, you can read up a little bit more about it. And if you'd like to support them getting the truck, when you donate, just donate to Donna Bixby, and um, that'll go toward the truck. But you're right, it is a stunning statement that they need a truck because they have more than once had to transport a body that kind of doesn't fit well in their in their Toyota. So it is a it's a it's a hard work on the ground, but it's a beautiful work too. Mm-hmm. So I know they'd appreciate support. I'm into that. Well Wendy, we're glad you're back. We're thankful for a uh, a trip that changed you. I um and we appreciate you coming on to talk with us about it. Oh, glad to talk with you. Thanks for having me. Our great pleasure. Wendy Elsop, jonathanshouse.org. And, uh, you, you Take see a this, trip if you can. Yeah. I mean, go to this place and, and see what it's all about and s- support international ministries. Uh, people supporting people who rely just upon the generosity and kindness and the beauty of the Lord. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, or fallen arches? Do you? If yes, just stop and write this magic word. G-Defy, G-D-E-F-Y. What is G-Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. Their shoes are clinically shown to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study conducted by Oliveview UCLA Medical Center. You can try a pair for 30 days with free corrective fit orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the free orthotics as a gift. Put an end to suffering. Save $20 and get free shipping from Gravity Defier when you go to gdefy.com slash radio and use code radio. That's g-d-e-f-y dot com slash radio, code radio. You have nothing to lose but your pain. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing it right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards. Then, back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. 
Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. In marriage, life has a way of pulling you apart. But Family Life's Weekend to Remember Marriage Getaway helps you come back together. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Join us in Pittsburgh, September 23rd through the 25th, or in Akron, October 14th through the 16th. Brought us a lot closer together. Register today and save 50% through September 19th at weekendtoremember.com. The most beautiful things in life start small from a single seed. At Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse, with the aid of warm sun, fertile soil, and expert hands, those seeds blossom into gardens of fresh produce, delicious wines, and beautiful landscapes. Here at Bedner's Thriving Family Farming Garden Center, you'll find everything you need to inspire your own homegrown happiness. Bedner's Farm and Greenhouse in McDonald, making the world beautiful since 1917 at Bedner'sGreenhouse.com. Imagine how difficult it must be making your living on the ocean. It's a story about a guy, Michael Packard. He was fishing for lobster off of the coast of Cape Cod when he had a biblical encounter with a humpback whale. Now, um, he says this. He says uh, it was 8 o'clock in the morning, and he had gone down to the uh, uh, second dive of the day to pluck lobsters from the ocean floor when, he said, about 10 feet from the bottom of the floor, he was hit by what he thought was like a 100-foot, 100-ton truck. He said, all of a sudden, I felt this huge shove, and the next thing I knew, it was completely black. I could sense that I was moving, and I could feel this whale squeezing with the muscles in his mouth. At first, he said, I thought I was inside a great white shark, but he couldn't feel any teeth, and he hadn't suffered any obvious wounds. Then it quickly dawned on him that he had been swallowed by a whale. It was completely, I was completely inside of it, and it was completely dark. I thought to myself, there is no way I'm going to get out of here. I'm done. I'm dead. And so all I could think of were my two sons, my my two boys who were 12 and 15. He said he then began to feel around in the darkness while inside the whale's mouth. And then the whale began to shake its head back and forth. So he he knew that the whale (laughs) did not like having him inside of his mouth. That's so crazy. He said he was probably inside the whale's mouth for a minute or two before the whale finally shot up into the air and surfaced. He said, then I saw light and then the whale started to throw his head from side to side. The next thing I knew, I was flying in the air and I splashed down next to the whale. He said, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that I got out of there. His crewmate who had desperately was scanning the water for telltale bubbles from an oxygen respirator, hauled him back into the boat. He said, I want to apologize to the whale for getting in his way, and I promise you, I won't ever do it again. Humpback whales can grow as long as 50 feet, and they weigh about 36 tons. (laughs) Can you imagine? I mean, it is biblical. Oh, that's so shocking. Yeah. The whale. Okay, how often have you heard someone say, well, like the, the, the here's a perfect example why the Bible can't be true, because it's not like a whale can swallow a person. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you imagine being in a whale for an extended period of time? 
How about any period of time? Yeah. I mean, completely so pitch he, black. So he's just minding his own business. Well, he's, just- he's diving down to get those lobsters. I mean, that's right. Probably spends his day, especially in warmer weather, right? Takes a couple of trips or more throughout the day with lobster traps. And then all of a sudden, he's grabbing for a lobster trap, and all of a sudden, boom, he gets hit hard, and he's inside a whale's mouth. And not sure if is it a whale or is it a white shark or what is it? I'm not bleeding. I don't think I can't see anything. So oh, he, it's horrible! It's so horrible. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's, it's a tall tale, but it's a it's a true tale. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. All right, that's our five o'clock hour. When we come back, oh, the ten worst airports in the country for delays and cancellations. Guess what's on it? Oh no, that's next in the ride home. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Fire.org. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Former President Trump isn't the only Republican targeted by the feds in recent days. The FBI confiscated the cell phone of a vacationing GOP lawmaker. Pennsylvania Congressman Scott Perry says he was at the airport with his family when several agents armed with a warrant took the phone. Perry says they made no attempt to contact his lawyer, who Perry says would have made arrangements for them to get the phone. Rich Thomason reporting. A team of firefighters from Delaware headed to California to help battle the McKinney Fire. A team of 20 wildland firefighters departed Smyrna's Blackbird Forest Base Camp on Tuesday. The 21-day deployment includes 14 working days. The rest will be spent driving the McKinney fires consumed about 60,000 acres. On Wall Street, the Dow ahead 446 points. This is SRN News. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of zero, Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrustpittsburgh.com. I answered the call. Together. We fought for our nation and its people. And even though I no longer wear the uniform, I am still a Marine. My service has come full circle. I will continue to support my country and my community. Then and now, Semper Fidelis remains my promise. Always faithful. Always Marine. 
Looking for quality patio furniture made right here in the USA? Hearth and Home Furnishings in Zelianople offers one of the largest selections of American-made wicker, cast aluminum, and marine-grade polymer pieces designed to bring comfort and style to your living space. From casual to sophisticated, seating for two to ten, in dozens of finishes and hundreds of fabrics made to endure season after season. Hearth and Home Furnishings, family-owned since 1978 at hearthandhomepa.com. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. We'll see a moonlit sky for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 58. Some sunshine tomorrow, then increasing clouds with a stray shower in the afternoon. Heavier showers could bring small hail. We'll reach a high of 78. Clear skies for tomorrow night. Good weather for sleeping, low 57. Mostly sunny and nice Friday. A great day to be outside. We'll see a high of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I would say that at least once a week, I come across a phrase or a word that I am not familiar with. It's just something new. that It feels as though that, you know, wordsmiths or communication experts or journalists or authors or are sort of combining things. Um, this phrase, this is contrary to what I want to talk about, forced birthing. Oh, right. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah. And I go, what the heck? Is-? Or birthing persons? Yeah, but the, you know... I mean, Pregnant the, persons? The forced birthing thing, I was like, holy man, that's pretty harsh, right? But, you know, that was like, that was new to me. You're a forced birth because it was just created. Okay, so I, I saw something today in my reading, which I did not know of, this phrase, revenge travel. Really? Revenge travel. I don't know what revenge travel is. Is it you get, what, your boyfriend breaks up with you and you take a trip? No. No. Because you, of wait, COVID. Oh, you're, you've been inside too long, and so you're mad at the world, and so you're going to go out and go somewhere crazy. I'm going to make up for lost time that I was robbed of during COVID, so I'm going to get revenge on who? The pandemic. Okay. COVID. Revenge travel. All right. Now, uh, in a piece that I'm reading at Forbes.com, they're talking about re- revenge travel and the, the rise in people booking flights. I mean, as you might imagine, right? I mean, there's nobody flying the last couple of years. Now, all of a sudden, you know, the airlines are full. Now, with that, 
there are delays and cancellations like unheard of. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, July this this month, more flights. Last month, more flights were canceled in July than in all of last year, in one month. Really? Yep. Airports across the world are also struggling um, with on-time performance. Uh, London Heathrow capped the number of departing passengers at 100,000 per day until September. Uh, Amsterdam has placed an even tighter cap, 67,500 travelers per day through the fall. First of all, there's not enough staff, right? pilots, flight there was a, attendants. There was a strike right, right over there. Right. And I know even the... Uh, the government of the Netherlands had to shut down the airlines for a day yep. because there were so many people that were stranded. And by so many, I mean tens of thousands of people stranded in airports that the government finally had to say, you know what? You can't keep selling tickets it's because we have, we have to let we have to get people out of here. Right. OK. So at Forbes, they make a list of U.S. airports that saw the most flight cancellations Last week. Okay, just American airports. Yes. And just last week. Yes. All right. 10 through 1. Here's okay. the list. Cleveland International. Number 10. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh <gasps> International. Number 9. Yep. Whoa, we're in the top 10. Mm-hmm. That's not probably not good. Raleigh-Durham. John Glenn Columbus Airport. Really? Baltimore-Washington. Number 6. O'Hare. Number 5. Midway, number four. So both both airports in Chicago. In Chicago. Reagan National in D.C. Newark, number oh, two. Can you imagine being stranded in Newark? No, that's the worst airport that's in the That's horrible. Universe. And the number one airport for delays, LaGuardia. No also West Coast. Also a crappy airport. Yeah, none of those in the West Coast. Or Texas. That's a surprise. Right, yeah, yeah, so all they're all in the Northeast? Mid or East, yeah. Yeah. What, I, is that because so many... Because they're all going to Europe. I bet that's why. You think? Don't you think? I, no, I don't know. I mean, because Europe has been so clogged. Uh, Western Europe has been so clogged airport-wise. I wonder if that's backing up into the northeastern part of the U.S. Well, it's just volume. I mean, but look look at us. I mean, you got to – when's the last time we were at the airport? It's been a while since I've been there. I haven't I, been I, at the airport since COVID. I'm in no hurry. I'm in no hurry to get right. on an airplane. Are you? I mean, I'd love to go somewhere, but Me I don't want to have to go on a plane to get there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, sit around. Right. Somebody was talking about uh, going out to the um, the airport in Latrobe. Have, oh. you, have you ever departed from there? Never. We have friends, Ken and Lynette, who have done that. Okay. Um, they said it was a, a fairly easy experience. Now, this was pre-COVID. You know, the smaller nothing's a, airports. Nothing's an easy experience right now. Right. Boy, that's interesting. So, if from uh, Pittsburgh, I know you can go direct to Frankfurt, which is one of the... Uh, afflicted, shall I say, airports in Europe right now, right. as far as delays, as far as the strike um, of baggage workers and all that sort of, all sorts of uh, airport workers. Is there also, there's also a direct to London now, right? From Pittsburgh? I do not know. I, I think there is. That, really. I'm pretty sure there's a direct to mm-hmm. London. So, and we, you just mentioned what ha- is going on at Heathrow. Do you remember the first time you got on a plane? Yes. Were you not thrilled? Well, what? I was super dressed up. Because oh, your father, yes. made you get dressed up. Yeah, I was five, mm-hmm. and we were we were moving from New Jersey to Pittsburgh. We were wearing saddle shoes. I was wearing saddle shoes. Mm, that's the age. I was wearing saddle shoes and a little dress with the smocking up yep, here. Yep. Remember, I, I remember saddle. I mean, I went to I went to a Catholic grade school. All the girls wore saddle shoes. Right. Do, and does anybody wear saddle shoes no. anymore? I mean, if you're dressing up for Halloween, you might. 
Right. Other than that, I haven't seen any saddle shoes anywhere. Remember the trend the guys were wearing bowling shoes? That and bowling shirts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was bowling shoes are horrible. <laughs> They're appallingly terrible. And I hate them. <laughs> They're comfortable. They are comfortable. How about the idea, uh, like when you go bowling and you're wearing like a pair of shoes that like 10,000 other people have worn. And they spray that stuff in them. Uh, Yeah. That's that spray. I don't know. Anti-toenail fungal spray. I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I said I got off the mark there. I was talking about airport delays. All of a sudden I'm doing toenail spray. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, so I feel like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, LaGuardia, all of the Newark, I bet they're all backing up from what's going on in Europe. Mm-hmm. So we can say it's their fault? I, I'm not going to blame the internationals. Okay. You know. now, I, I read that the airport uh, baggage handlers, there are so few that they've been calling on like executives to roll up their sleeves and unload. Good. Yeah. Dirty jobs. Get to work. Right? Oh, man. Or what, what's the one about the boss? The boss. What do you say? I don't know. What you Undercover mean. boss. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I oh, love that I, show. No, that's I've a cheese ball I've show. I've only seen it twice. It's I loved fake. it both times and I cried. I think it's fake. Is it? Is it fake? It's probably fake. I've never cried. How have you never cried? I cried. I've never cried. I saw two really good episodes. What? It was really you cried? Good. Really? Yeah, because the, the boss didn't realize the difficulty that the average guy was living every day. Well, that is good. I thought right? it was yeah. beautiful. But Walk them all in my shoes. I thought it was emotional and you're both mocking me. So, Well, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, a, that's a low bar for tears. That's as sad. <laughs> I felt good about it, but now I don't. Anyway, your flight's delayed, okay. whether you know it or not. All What's right. next? If you're a walker, maybe you walk for physical activity, but have you ever looked at walking as a spiritual discipline? Mark Buchanan joins us next. He has, he does, and he's here to talk about it. 101.5 WORD. Raising kids with special needs is clearly difficult, but also reveals our internal struggles as well. Here's Show Baraka. He would throw a fit, and the shame and the embarrassment that I would feel, I would respond like, you're embarrassing me. You're an, you're an embarrassment to me. God's grace in raising children with special needs. Next time on Family Life Today with David Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime. It may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in 84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready. The Springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. And you know what? That all makes the Springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper, or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Springhouse in 84. What if you went from 10 years old to 25 years old in just a few years? Okay, Miss Creepy. Like from Let's Play Dolls to I Can't Believe the Stock Market Today. Or like Triple Mac and Cheese, please. To, I'd like the triple-double kale salad with beets, please. Uncle Ryan says the value of people's homes have jumped like 15 years worth. Lickety split. Uncle Ryan said lickety split? Most of our homes have made a decade or two type jump in value. Pretty much lickety split, like never before. Usually, people move homes when they gain that much value. 
But that's not happening either because of how expensive homes are, which is why cash out refinances are a triple mac and cheese hot thing right now. Cashing out that newly spiked value to use for home updates, paying off debt, or just life. If you'd like to see your options, you'll never get any pressure from us at United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. All of us come from somewhere. All of us have origin stories. From executive producer Larry Elder. Divine Providence was clearly operating in the lives of black Americans. And director Justin Malone. When I was growing up, we were never taught that America was bad. We were raised to love America. Comes the continuation of their 2020 hit film, Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom Part 2, an American Odyssey. Pre-order today on Salem Now. We are efforting with our next guest, Mark Buchanan, who's going to talk about walking as a spiritual practice. Okay, it made me think, John, of uh, the COVID days. Mm-hmm. I was working from home. You were working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Duffy was our producer at the time and was coming into the station to yes. keep everything working. But we were home for a year and three months. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to believe it was that long. I know. It was very, very strange. But pretty much every day of that year plus, I went for a walk. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I went by myself. Sometimes I went with my husband. Sometimes I went with my kids. Uh, The cat stayed home. Um, But I really rarely missed a walk. A walk. And I have to say that I'm disappointed in myself that I've let that slide. Uh, Well, uh, my story is is similar to yours. Uh, my, my, My dog passed away. And so the dog is the reason for me to to motivate me to get up and take the dog out for a walk. You you had to. Right. Which I I loved. You get to see the pulse of the neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, hey, you know, you you stop and talk to people. You look at the houses. You see the changes. You see the kids. We get a little playground at the end of our street. I I love it. Yeah. And, And now I'm just like, I'm sitting in the backyard now when I go home and I go, why don't you take a walk? And I go, because it's nice here. Like, because I don't want to. Yeah. But didn't you feel more connected to your neighborhood? A hundred percent. Me too. A hundred percent. I know. Right? I mean, I talked to our neighbors. And of course, we were all in the same boat at that point. We were all, you know, it was all- Hungry. We're hungry. Exactly. And so people were out and about, I mean, a lot. And so you kind of, that's where I met a lot of the dogs that I know now. And, you know, that sort of thing. But what about people who take walks- like as a spiritual journey. Yeah. What is it? The Camarillo Trail? Right. In Spain. In Spain. Right. That sort of thing. I I mean, I was in Spain and I didn't even know about it. Right. I think, what it's a not missed Camarillo, opportunity. Camarillo, is it? Camino? Camino, Camino. Camino Trail. Yeah. How did I miss that opportunity? I know. To go on a pilgrimage. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. To walk and pray at the same time. Right. Our, um, I don't know, it, the, our pace of life doesn't seem to allow for a lot of contemplation and maybe at home we're too distracted by too many things so getting out and just focusing might be the thing that we need to kind of jump start our our way of thinking or something i I just feel like i need to get out of the rut i'm in yeah i mean you know not that long ago i mean my father walked to work every day did he, he? I never knew that. Yeah. Is that right? He walked to work every day. 
And, and people did that just as a matter of people would. I mean, when our kids were, you know, our kids were small-ish. They're probably like seven, seven or, or and nine. We start. <laughs> I started at my family home where I grew up. Okay. And I took them for a walk to my high school and walked back again. Could they believe how far it was? They thought I was crazy. They were like, are we almost there? Are we almost there? And we would walk in the morning to school at lunchtime, walk back home, then walk back at the end of school, walk back home again. And we did that every day for years and didn't think anything of it. And that's how people lived most of their lives up until probably, what do you think, 1970s, right? Where Probably. I, mean, I used to look at kids like on a bus and think, oh my gosh, that looks so exotic. They're Could like I living Please the- be on that bus. Please get me on that bus. Now I think that'd be the last place you'd want to be. But most kids now get to school, right? It's rare to see kids walking to school. What about um, my uncle who... Uh, has since passed away, but he grew up in Garfield. Okay, so you know where Garfield is. Yeah. People listening at home, you can kind of picture Garfield in your mind. Um, he went to Shenley High School. <laughs> and walked to school every and day. And was a walker. Yeah. And think about that in January. Yeah. So you're walking from Garfield to the Bloomfield Bridge, mm-hmm. and then you're walking across the Bloomfield Bridge. Yeah. And then you've and got that bridge an, wasn't the Bloomfield I and mean, exactly, and you've got wooden. another half mile to walk once you cross the bridge to get yeah. to Shenley. He said that the coldest he'd ever been in his life was crossing the Bloomfield <laughs> Bridge in winter. And no one's shoveling that bridge no. or putting salt you're down. You're right. So you're like going through taking your life in your hands. And, so so imagine parents sending their kids out. That's how it was, Kat. That's just how it was. Yeah, I Look, can't. I just can't picture that. We went and saw that uh, John Kane exhibition down the Heinz History Center, and I so I read the book, a fabulous book. I mean, what a great book! It's a really excellent snapshot of the city of Pittsburgh. Huh. And in that book, I mean, John Kane talked about I worked here, and I you know. I, there were no people weren't taking streetcars because they wanted to save money or they didn't have the cash. They would walk miles and miles and miles and miles every day, every day. That's not they, as you know. I bet they were so much healthier. Of course they were so much healthier. And it wasn't because of leisure or for a spiritual in, in you know connection. It was out of necessity because I had no money and I needed to get somewhere, so I walked. Well, look, I mean, this is this is crazy, and I tell my kids this as well. I, I grew up in Swissvale. When we were little, we would walk to Kennywood <laughs> and then walk back home. So you'd walk down across the Rankin Bridge yeah. and then up Kennywood Boulevard. Which where were you walking on the side, on the of, the side road? of the road? Yeah. With my brothers and sisters. And then we'd go swimming at the Kennywood pool and then walk back home again. <laughs> my mom she didn't think anything of it. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, that's crazy. I'll raise I'll that raise That is this crazy. How can, Okay, go ahead. Okay. 1971, I thought, I thought about this because 1971, the Pirates won the World Series. Mm-hmm. I was alone uh, in the living room. Nobody else was around. I was jumping up and down. And I, I thought, I have to go downtown. I was 14. And I said to my mom, I'm going downtown. She was like, have a good time. I took the bus by myself downtown. Now, downtown was like crazy. It was crazy. Oh, of course, because everybody celebrated. They were turning over cabs and setting them on fire. They shut off bus service to downtown Pittsburgh because it was it was like you know madness. 
It was a massive celebration, if you want to call it that. I walked home. In the middle of the night. I mean, You walked from downtown to Swissvale? Yeah. Yeah. Because there was nothing else to do. And I was 14. And I'm sure I got home at 2 a.m. I mean, it was like... <laughs> How did you know how to walk to Swissville from downtown? Because oh, I had taken the bus back home. doesn't matter. Taking the bus is a whole different thing than what were you walking on the parkway? Get on Forbes Avenue. I walked through the Hill District and then found Forbes Avenue and found my way back. When home. you were 14, yeah. you walked on Forbes Avenue, what, all the way until it hit Penn Avenue and you took a right? To Braddock Avenue. To... Yeah, and just walked home. And, you know... I was thrilled. The pirates. I cannot had... believe you. Oh, I think that's about that. Crazy. I, I told my kids that, and they kind of they don't understand that you know what it was all about. But that's just how people were, and I really I was so super excited. But we always walked. We or you walked walked or you rode your bike. Look, I'm walking to school every day. You think I'm like you know? Okay, it was it was a weird time. Now that was an extreme example. Right, I'll right. give you that. But that's just how it was. People used to walk. Now we consider it, you know, like, oh, I'm getting my 15,000 steps a day or or my 10,000 steps. Like I'm some, like, you know, a health hero. Where before it was just, this is life. Look at people. Look at people's bodies. Yeah, and you can see how different we are. Of course we are, right? I'm sitting there at home, you know, on the couch with a remote thinking, gee, I have to walk into the kitchen and get some iced tea. That's such a long way. (laughs) I mean, what the heck? We were sitting on the sofa last night, my husband and I, and Eric says, really tired and i said yeah he said but the bedroom is far <laughs> that's what it was yeah this is far you know i don't know okay so anyway we started off by talking about walking mm-hmm. as a spiritual discipline yep and we'd love to get into it again our guest had some technical difficulties so we're going to try to effort a conversation about walking as a spiritual discipline at another time right. but i do think that it would be how could it not benefit us to take that up and say, okay, let's get a grip on ourselves and get out there and do something? Well, we talked the other day with Frederica about praying. Praying when you walk. Yeah. I mean, what does that do to what the, <coughs> How does that change your life, right? Anyway, we waited for our guest and he told us to take a walk. Then we told him to take a walk. <laughs> Just if you want the inside track on what happened. Sounds Anyway, all right. We'll do it again. Coming up next, the Daily Feature. Does this make sense? Before Bamboo HR... <laughs> feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper and we literally had paper stack. It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like there's just so many different ports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. 
Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Despite what the world will tell you, all of us, we living and breathing creatures of God, we were all made with a purpose. Now, you know this, if you've been to college, how pivotal those years were for you. To establish who we turned out to be. Yes. So I would think that someone who is a believer in Jesus Christ, you want to go to a university that points you in the direction to your divine purpose in life. Mm -hmm. And might I say, the place to go is Grove City College. One of the issues about social media today is it tends to, uh, I don't know, put us in a place where we're always comparing ourselves to one another, right? We're, we're, and we're always looking to be better looking or we're looking to be smarter or wealthier or have better clothes or a better boyfriend or a better whatever it is. Yes. Um, and our purpose gets completely lost and we become purposeless and we can fall into anxiety or depression or whatever it is. And we need strong and solid people around us and teachers who can point us in the right direction. I think that's another thing so essential about Grove City is you want to put your child in a community that's going to encourage them to develop their identity in Christ and not in all the comparison that's all around us all the time. Summer's here. If you're planning ahead, look at Grove City College, gcc.edu, Grove City College. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. As Christians, we're called to take the gospel to others. And medicine gives the opportunity to provide both physical and spiritual health. This is Dr. David Stevens of the Christian Medical Association. If you're a doctor, dentist, nurse, medical student, or other healthcare professional who's interested in using your skills to share the good news in this country or around the world, check us out at cmda.org. We'll see a moonlit sky for tonight. Expect a nighttime low of 58. Some sunshine tomorrow, then increasing clouds with a stray shower in the afternoon. Heavier showers could bring small hail. We'll reach a high of 78. Clear skies for tomorrow night. Good weather for sleeping, low 57. Mostly sunny and nice Friday. A great day to be outside. We'll see a high of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Makes sense. Does what make sense? It's Pittsburgh potty. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, a hundred percent. Do you have one? No. What we did? You got rid of it. Mm-hmm. What was like some uh, you know like class move? Like you're stepping up or something? I'll talk about it in a minute. What the heck? No, of course it makes sense. Ours, ours is next to the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> For people listening from uh, areas that aren't Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh has a, I would say, a strange tradition of uh, having homes built with a full basement, and in the basement is just a toilet. Just a toilet. There's it's, nothing around it. Nope. It doesn't have any barriers. Nothing. It doesn't have, it's just... Just sits there. It just sits there. And it's kind of like your backup. Mm-hmm. Oh, things are full. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. I'm running downstairs, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Potty makes perfect sense. It doesn't indeed. make any sense well, how, come at on. all. That is the most. Now, let's be honest. Let's not be so yinzer ish 
that we can't look at that and say, now that doesn't make any sense. Really? I mean, if you're going to have the Pittsburgh potty, it would be nice to have it maybe in a corner, maybe against the wall. Mm. I mean, I've seen a lot of Pittsburgh potty. They're right in the middle of the room. Now, Now, let's just back up. Let's take off the Pittsburgh-centric glasses and say, now that does not make sense. I think you're being too delicate. A little too delicate there. Do you think? When you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> so not. thank you, Pittsburgh Potty. Anyway, we took the Pittsburgh Potty out. Do you know why we took it out? Because hmm. we didn't think it made sense. Oh, oh, boy. All right. Okay. What You know what? When you sell that house, you're not going to get full value. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no potty there. All right. Right, does this make sense? The pinky ring. Oh. You see it. Yep. On see, men. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The guy's flashing around. Yep. He's got mm-hmm. the pinky ring. Mm-hmm. It always makes me raise an eyebrow. Really? It makes no sense really? to me Really? You doubt whatsoever. the person? Yeah, I do. <gasps> I think it's some... Sometimes I kind of go... A couple things. A little too showy. Maybe there's some sort of like, you know intimidation involved right it's like oh i'm a tough guy or something like that or it's a feat so i have like all these uh, oh, not not a f e a t but e f f e t yes i have all these like really weird connotations you know to, to me i just kind of feel showy mm-hmm. oh. i feel like you have to have a certain amount of attitude as a male to, to do pull that. it off yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh i mean I, I i have to agree with you i don't think it makes sense can you, you wh- imagine my husband with a pinky ring <laughs> no <laughs> I wear a wedding ring, and I, that's right. my nod to jewelry, basically. Yeah. I got nothing else going on. If, if you came in with a pinky ring, Christy and I would be like, that doesn't make sense. 101.5 WORD. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular nine-day Mediterranean cruise? Join Alistair Begg in August 2023 to renew your vision, purpose, and connection with Christ as Alistair powerfully unpacks God's Word. Explore the biblical landscapes Paul encountered as he shared the gospel along breathtaking cliffside villages. Simply call 855-565-5519 
or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock, voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. You've talked to a teenager in the past few years. You know that uh, teens are not spending any time on Facebook. It is passe. Uh, so if you're a teenager, what social media sites are you on? Well, according to the fine folks at Pew who look at uh, the study habits and social habits of teenagers, the interests of teenagers are a mix of old and new. At 17 years old, YouTube is the unrivaled dominant social media site for teens, according to the study. 95% of teens aged 13 to 17 say that they use uh, YouTube at least once a day. The next most popular option is TikTok at 67%. Teens are uh, accessing all their favorite apps or smartphones and computers. The vast majority of respondents reported having access to these devices. Most teens, 95%, say they have access to a smartphone. How about that? 95% of teens have a smartphone. A smartphone, 90. Wow. Which could mean owning their own or using a shared device at home. They're checking their devices a lot. 46% reporting that they use the internet almost constantly. 46%. I'm constantly on the internet. Is that a surprise? So oftentimes you'll see people who are, I would say, 45 years old and older. Mm-hmm talking to kids and saying you're on your phone constantly and these results from pew certainly make me think that they're right because if 24 percent of teenagers say they are on social media constantly i mean that's amazing now i misspoke here because the the uh, survey results don't say that they're on social media almost constantly they say that they use the internet almost constantly which is, is still them being on their phone, but I just wanted to be specific about it. Now, when I'm at home, I cannot tell my kids to get off the internet because I'm on it. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, you're right. If you did that, that would... Right? So I can't say, hey, get off that thing. A slightly larger share... I'm reading here from Fortune Magazine. Okay. A slightly larger share of teens from households making 30000 to $75,000 a year annually report using the internet almost constantly compared with teens from homes making at least 75000 Okay, so if you're from a household that makes more than $75,000 a year, chances are your kids are on the internet less. I was uh, driving here in Green Tree uh, just yesterday and I'm driving down, down the street here there were four boys 
I would say, you know, anywhere from 10 to 12 years of age, four boys walking on the sidewalk. And I thought to myself, that's a rare sight. Mm, Right. They were just walking together as a group. You never see that anymore. You just don't see kids outside hanging out together like what like it was when we were kids. Right. Yeah, it's totally it's totally different having kids in your house. Having, you know, I have a lot of kids in my house because I have kids yeah. and they have their friends who I love. They have absolutely wonderful friends. But They'll go through periods of time when they're all together. Say there's eight of them or something in a row. Yeah. They'll go through periods where they're all on their phones. Sure. Everyone's looking at their phones. Right. So they're there together. But they're separate. But they're all on their phones. Okay. So you Is told- that weird for you? I just resign myself yeah, to the too. fact that that's what yeah, yeah, life yeah. is. Mm-hmm. That this is, this is who we are. Okay. So a guy slides into third base. And his phone pops out. A major league ball player mm-hmm. slides into third base. His phone pops out of his pocket. First right. of all, I was surprised that they have pockets in. in I, I was well because they have to put their their batting glove in their pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah, batting glove. Well, you don't like batting gloves come either. On. Oh, come on! Seriously, a batting glove. I mean, I get it, but you know what I mean. Just one more accoutrement. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with a batting glove. Okay, I don't. Okay, but you know that they. That they do that, right? Is there a rule? I mean, I, it's, I guess there's not a rule against a, a player having his phone in his pocket. Well, we're talking about Rodolfo Castro, yeah, um, infiel- infielder for the Pirates. So he lost his phone uh, sliding into third base when the Pirates lost last night. I believe it was 6-4. Um, Castro said, Pirates quote, lost? I don't think there's any professional ball player that would ever go, th- go out there with any intention of taking a cell phone. He said, it's horrible. It happened to me. Obviously, it was very unintentional. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, isn't it's, it? It's super embarrassing. Yeah. It's the, super embarrassing. I didn't see the game. Did you see the footage? Uh, I did not. I just read about it. I'm reading here from ESPN, and I think I saw it this morning uh, in the trip. I mean, did he pick it up and hand it? Did you see it, Christy? No. I saw it on Twitter. Oh, the, tell me. Um, what the happened? Ump, the ump, like, picked it up. Yeah. was like, yo, your phone. And he gave it back to the guy? Mm-hmm. With attitude. And then what happened? Did he just put the phone back in his pocket? I don't know. The clip cut off. Yeah, I didn't see the end. Is there a little button on the pocket? I I, I don't know. Maybe there is. Probably not a little button. Castro said, quote, my first day back, if I was to be the center of attention, I would want it to be helping the team win, but never in this form. This is definitely something that was an accident, a mistake, something I'm going to learn from, but definitely something I didn't mean to happen. So they could find him. I mean, imagine... Try to think if he like played for the Astros, who were already accused of cheating. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, picture what kind of scandal that would right. be. Wonder how old I this mean, kid is. Nobody, everybody knows the Pirates aren't cheating because they're so horrible, <laughs> right? Or if they are cheating, they're terrible at that too. Major League Baseball probably would encourage cheating exactly, for the Pirates. Just so oh, go can, ahead, you guys. I mean, no, give it a seriously. shot. What do you have what do you to got lose? The, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure that you're not allowed to have a phone. He's going to get fined. Yeah. You're not allowed to have a phone you out there so? for reasons like that. Wait, no, Don't Christy, you think, Christy? Christy, you, you played ball. I did play ball. Um, the Major League Baseball is you can't have it like 30 minutes before in the locker room, and it can't be in the dugout. Oh, okay. I didn't know it couldn't be in the dugout. Yeah. So, oh, so he shouldn't have even had it. He out shouldn't there. have had it. That's at all. even worse. Well, what was he thinking? Oh, wait. So this guy just got called up. You said that. Cast, uh, he got. I don't know when did he get called up. I mean, he's been here for a little bit. Yeah, it hasn't been long, right? I mean, it's, there's no excuse here. We're just saying. We're just. I, I thought about it because the illustration of everybody's got their phone on them all the no, time. No, I guess. I guess that was his first game up. Uh huh. 
Yeah, like, that's what he said, right? I mean, I want to be known for something else. Right. Helping the team after I just got called up. Yeah. Well, it won't live that down anytime soon. It says, uh, the ESPN story says, uh, Castro got the call up and dropped a call in his return to the big leagues. <laughs> but <laughs> he was up before. It yeah, wasn't right, his first right, time right. up. I, yeah. Imagine if someone had called him while he was on the field. <laughs> his mom. Hey, how you doing? Oh, mom, I'm at third base. <laughs> I'll I'm, get back to you later. <laughs> I, <laughs> I made it to third base. Text, oh, text, love you, you. text you if I make it home. <laughs> right. Little emoji. <laughs> right. <laughs> the heck? I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, the whole point is that everybody is on their phones all the time. Right. And, of course, leading the way are kids because that's what they grew up with. I mean, it is the ultimate pacifier. What did, what, what did Ben Roethlisberger get in so much trouble for saying a couple of weeks ago? Hmm. The game has changed. The game's changed because people, people are different because of social media. Right. And everybody was climbing on. Cam Hayward was mad. He was I think like, he no, told the truth. No. Don't you think I think he, he told the truth, too. Well, Chris, I think you think he doesn't tell the truth? I think he was a super selfish player too, in different ways. Of course, ways. He, was, he was. Without uh, it's the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt about that, right? Yeah. But saying the game has changed, I think, is accurate. Anybody who watches football knows the game's changed. Hundred percent. I mean, you know, there's Ben. What? How old's Ben? Thirty. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Okay, so Ben's looking at kids coming out of college who are, you know, 22 years old mm-hmm. and going, that's not me. I was different whenever I was that age. Right. And you but, he's see not, that. but he's not just saying he was different. He's saying the whole atmosphere was different. It was more team first mm-hmm. and less brand first. Right. And- I mean, you know, Juju hopping on, you know, uh, the Ravens logo in Baltimore uh, was specifically so he could so put it on his social media. Right. That's bad news. Yeah. Now he's going to be hopping on our logo when he comes here playing for the yeah, Chiefs. Well, well, meanwhile, there's Ben. Know, you know, I don't even know if they're coming here. Remember Ben driving his motorcycle without a helmet? You know, and, and that's a totally different thing, though. I mean, that's just horrible. But that's judgment. just the same thing. It's yeah, just poor immaturity judgment. Immaturity and yeah, horrible exactly. judgment. Immaturity, right? I don't know the phone thing. I mean, seriously, I, I really hate it so much. But then I think I always hold my tongue because I'm such you a poor example. Right. Yeah, I always go to my guys, and we just kind of go around and. Then, I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's <laughs> and then everybody's just super sad about it. <laughs> Everybody does. Get that's it. all. It, that's all it is. That's the family. Have you ever now, other than in the toilet, which I'm not going to. I don't want to hear your story. Pittsburgh toilet. Have you ever dropped your phone? No. Like I'm thinking about Rodolfo Castro. That like as a ball player, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what could be a worse place to drop your phone than sliding into third? Okay. I mean that's a horrible place. This goes back a long time ago. My very first smartphone my very first iphone okay imagine you know how proud you were oh yes. oh my i got a i right. got a phone i can't believe it i'm like i couldn't believe it we were at kennywood i dropped my phone the screen cracked i thought my life is over because <laughs> of course there were no screen protectors uh, then right no right? i was like oh my gosh i look at what i've done i mean it was like it was like devastating yeah. It's ridiculous. Was it, it on a good ride at least? No, I was, I was standing outside like, you know, you know where the little mushroom water fountain is? <laughs> what a low rent place <laughs> to break your phone. The water fountain, the mushroom water fountain. That's embarrassing. I stick my head in there and all of a sudden the phone pops out. Oh my out. gosh, John. And I picked it up my kids were like, oh my God, because they didn't have phones then. Right. You know, they were little kids. Oh, it was like we all stood around the four of us like, you know, like the dog died. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad moment. So sad. Christy, have you dropped your phone in a terrible place or at a terrible circumstance? Um, I have dropped my phone in the toilet. Oh, not, no. Not an iPhone. It was back in the day when there were, you know, flip phones were a thing. Yep. I dropped that right in the toilet. Did mm-hmm. you? Right, did it, yeah, I had it in my back pocket. Did it break? 
Um, yeah, it didn't work after that. That was before phones were waterproof. Right. Right. And you had to, you, did you try the bag with the rice and yeah, all that? Yeah, it didn't, didn't work. That doesn't no. work. Have you, have you dropped your phone? I, I mean, I've dropped my phone a ton of times, but I can't think of any like great stories about where I dropped it. Yeah. Well, I, like my Kennywood stories, <laughs> like a high bar. <laughs> I mean, really. I wish I could come up with a story <laughs> exactly. as great as that one. Hey, John, remember when you told that story about the the water fountain and the mushroom? and the? That was a great story. I mean, I love that story. <laughs> That's like here. nothing. Get out of here. We need to take a break. All right. When we come back, um, a really wonderful story about the Little League World Series we're going to talk about. Also, bookstores making a return to the Pittsburgh area. And I, for one, am glad to see them. Really? Is a bookstore coming in? A new one. A big one. I don't know how big it is, but it's a good one. Hi, I'm Todd Nettleton, and this is the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Don's decision to follow Christ caused deep divisions in both his Buddhist community in Nepal and his own family. His wife left him and took their children. Villagers cursed him, threw stones at him, and threatened his life. But Don persists and has even led several other villagers to Christ. Enraged by his bold witness, his neighbor set his home on fire while he was inside sleeping. He escaped, but dashed back inside to retrieve his only copy of God's Word. However, it was too late. His Bible was lost to the flames. Pray Don receives another Bible to continue to help him grow in his faith. I will not let my brothers and sisters suffer in silence, nor will I let them serve alone. To join me in a prayer for persecuted Christians, go to vomradio.net. Was your business hurt in the years of the pandemic? Have you had a decline in revenue since 2019? Was your business partly or fully shut down by the government? If you answered yes to any of these questions and have five employees or more, you may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. How? By taking advantage of the Employee Retention Tax Credit, a fully funded tax credit created to help businesses during these difficult times. The experts at Benchmark Human Capital are ready to help you get the money you are owed. The pre-qualification is absolutely free. Even if you got PPP money, this is more money that may be owed to you. Repayment is not necessary. The money is all yours. The IRS writes you a check. That's right, a check. Get your free pre-qualification now if you have five employees or more. Call 800-535-ERTC. Take advantage of this tax credit while funds remain available. Call Benchmark Human Capital today at 800-535-ERTC and claim what is rightfully yours. That's 800-535-ERTC. 800-535-3782. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com. As a veteran media sales professional, a six-figure income is within your reach. I'm Andrew Pawaski, General Sales Manager of Word FM. Here at Salem Media Pittsburgh, we offer highly experienced sales and marketing professionals like you all the support and tools necessary to reach your earning potential through custom on-air campaigns, unique events, and over 50 social media and digital products. To learn more about our open position, please email me at andrew at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Any book you can imagine 
you can now buy online. Yeah. Now you can go to Amazon, of course, or you can go to BarnesandNoble.com, or I like to go to eBay mm-hmm. because I like to buy old Use books li- or library bindings, mm-hmm. you know, which yep. are really solid and good, um, don't fall apart, uh, and you, you're you know paying bottom dollar for them because yep. they say like Boardman Public Library on them or whatever. Um, but there's nothing like a bookstore. Mm-mm. There's some hallowed sound when you walk through the door usually the door has a little bell right and once the bell stops the door closes there's this wonderfully rich Mm. panorama of people looking down of the pages rustling um, maybe a couple kids playing you know the sound of books being put back on shelves or i mean so it's not like it's silence. No. It's like it's... It's alive. It is live. It's curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The excitement of what may be. Exactly. Or what I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I love bookstores. I um, grew up in bookstores one after another. My dad was an avid, avid reader. And so from the earliest time I can remember, he was dragging me to the Walden Books in North... Uh, Way Mall. Oh, yeah. Which was a little store and really not that great. Corporate bookstore. Terrible for kids. There were, And no chairs. Mm-hmm. There was not a single place to sit. Don't linger. I'd hang in the back. I'd sit on the carpet on the floor on with against the white wall and, you know, try to make time pass because they also didn't have a great kids section there. But just being in that place as a kid made it so that when I could drive and go to a place like City Books on Carson Street in the mm-hmm. south side, I thought this was about the greatest experience of my life. Old books. Used City books. books smelled good yep. the moment you walked in. There's that like old book aroma that comes off. You know what I mean? Everything's a little antiqued in its appearance you know what i mean Mm -hmm. the pages are a little yellow the book spines look different than book spines look now i mean it was just city books was the coolest place however if you had to ask for a title for some help you get sniffed at oh my gosh they'd look at you up and down and uh, consider if you were worthy enough that was not a friendly environment it was a little intimidating if you didn't know what you were talking about because they would quickly crush you the best bookstore i was ever in in my life was the strand bookstore Mm. in new york city Mm. oh my gosh i mean it's city books like times a hundred no way massive gigantic used multiple floors yes an incredible bookstore Long gone. It left uh, probably in the mid to late eighties. An incredible bookstore. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there. Of course, you might imagine the, the city, like you know, New York. There's hundreds and hundreds. Of, there used to be a bookstores. Now there's a, a fraction of them. Uh, there's another uh, uh, bookstore, Argosy Books, which was downtown. That again was a gigantic bookstore. But how about okay, neighborhood bookstores that you as a, as an adult would would go wander around any any hits that you remember off the top of your head um so city books was the place that i would gravitate toward yeah um i also like to go to mcdonough's antiques which is on butler street in lawrenceville it's not a bookstore Mm -hmm. but he has a bunch of stuff in there and there were always books in there so that was always an interesting place to go How Um, how about jay's jay's bookshop or jay's bookstall 
I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, I think Bookstall. I just knew it was Jay's. Right on Fifth Avenue in Oakland. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that, and to me, you know, as a, you know, as a theater guy, Jay always had a good selection of mm-hmm. theater books, and you could order it from Jay because mm-hmm. it was just it was Jay, basically Jay. Sure. Yeah, Jay, I want this, blah blah blah, and he would, you know, call you in you know, a week or so, and the book would be in. The Wexford Antique Mart, I think, is what it's called. It's right off of Route 19 in Wexford. Is an beautiful old building that is a collection of people who are selling so different people have a room mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and one of the rooms is just books how about it's a nice collection up there too one of my big disappointments and of course you see this is i used to love i spent a lot of time like you did in oakland i still love the pit bookstore that was I a great know. bookstore i know Top, multiple floors yep a wide range because, you know, it was scholarly and, you know, right. if there was theater and, you know, entertainment and you name it. And then now. Okay. I, so I, I was just in, I was there. just in there a couple weeks ago. Yes. They're selling like you and know, cards and so, games. So there are a lot of fun gifts, book gifts. It's, if you're trying to buy a gift for somebody who's a, who's a reader, that's a fun place to but go. it's not a bookstore anymore. It's not a bookstore anymore. No. Listen, I, I went to the astronomy section. Did I tell you this? No. I went to the astronomy section because I was just kind of interested to see what they had in astronomy. They had like uh, how to start in Wiccanism. What? Uh, how to know your signs. Astrology. In the astronomy section. <laughs> and I thought... This what? is a university <clears throat> bookstore, right? Like, are, do you not know the difference between astronomy what? and astrology and Wiccanism? Yeah, it used yeah. to be a great, right. great bookstore. Yeah. It really was. I think it's fallen on hard times as far as, you know, books go. The 90s were the era of the corporate bookstore. So yeah. Borders, right? Yep. That were They were all over the place. Thankfully, there's still some Barnes & Noble that have survived in our area. We have one at the waterfront it's and one, one in Cranberry. But let me tell you about a couple new bookstores, oh. um, newish bookstores, because this one's been around since 2016. But I want to bring up the White Whale Bookstore, which is on Liberty Avenue. In it's an independent bookstore in Bloomfield. Oh, yeah. It's a good bookstore. Um, super fun. Uh, they opened in October of that year. and if of you 2016? Of 2016. Yep. Um, so they made it through COVID. God bless them. Um, and so oh, if you want to stop in there, it's just would be a fun place to just kind of feel like, I don't know. It's like two storefronts combined is what Yes, it is. It is. And it's right on the corner there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It's the corner of... Uh, is it right across from uh, where the theater used to be, right? Yeah. Right down I'm the street sure. from where Donatelli's used, used to, to be. Right. right. That's Bloomfield. Bloomfield's changed. And here's a new bookstore I'm very excited about. I have not visited yet. Bottom Feeder Books, which is now open in Point Breeze. Really? Now, you love Where this area. Breeze? It's right by Frick Park. You know that little uh, little sweet business area there? Oh, that's near where my Reynolds? doctor, Jupe, used to be. There you go. Really? Bottom Feeder Books. It used to be a pet store. And, oh, I um, know exactly where that is. Yep. Uh, and the owner- There a grocery store back in there, too. The grocery store is still there? No. Oh, that, gone. oh, there's a little prepared food mart or oh, whatever yeah, no, that's still like there. This is like a real grocery store, like, you know, like a mom and pop grocery store. This is owner Ryan McLennan, and uh, he's the owner. He said that he um, saw the store, and he's been 10 years in the coffee business, but when he saw the pet store, he thought, you know what, I feel like I could make this work. And so <laughs> hmm. that's where he decided to put Bottom Feeder Books right there in That'd that sweet place. little neighborhood of Point Breeze. Excellent. Um, he also uh, managed the renowned Chop Suey Books, which is a great uh, name, in Richmond, Virginia, huh. where he learned what he was doing. Um, but now Bottom Feeder is open at 415 Gettysburg Street in Point Breeze, just around the corner oh, yeah, from sure. the small Reynolds Street business district that has commonplace coffee, Point Bruges, mm-hmm. ceremonial 
Hill and more. Point Perdue is a good restaurant. Yes, it is. Uh, so um, Bottom Feeder Books looks like a really cool space. Nice. Here, I'm going to show it to you. Um, oh, that's He a remodeled great space. it himself. Excellent. Black and white tile. Yep. Very nice. Uh, huh. brick, brick walls, a lot of bookshelves. Yep. And I think it would be a fun place to go. So if you're into bookstores like we are, I think you should check out Bottom Feeder Books and Point Breeze because I'll try to make my way there in the next week or so. Very nice. Okay, that's it for us. We're done. We're kind of talked out. We sure are. I'll be silent the rest of the evening. Maybe. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. Have a great night, Pittsburgh. Yep. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.